ladies and gentlemen. I want to be the first to welcome you to our spacious studios here at Anchored. And my name is Justin Rumley, your ever so faithful host. And I want to welcome you to the intersection of theology and Christian education. Anchored is a new ministry of PCS where we gather the PCS Bible team to uh, respond biblically to claims of the culture. And today we have three very special guests with us today that I'm excited to have in studio with us. You're probably used to me just getting on a soapbox and ranting. Well, uh, thankfully, I will spare you from that normal ranting that I usually have, and we'll hear some input from uh, three special guests. So I'm so glad uh, you chose to uh, engage in a conversation with us today, and I think you'll be blessed for spending some time with us here at Anchor. With that, I want to hear a little bit of an introduction. I think our listeners are on the edge of their seats. They're probably a little curious. Who did Justin bring into studio this time? So let's start with who's on my left here. Mikaela, mm. introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about uh, how long you've been here at PCS as well. All right, so my name is Michaela Palm, and I'm a senior at PCS. I've been attending PCS since I was in pre-K-4. Um, and it's, you know, it's been a real journey to see how the school has changed since I've been here. And now at the high school especially, I've been here longer than some of the teachers have. And so um, it's fun just to be able to talk to them about like mini term or any other things at the school. But personally for me, the school has been really essential to my development as a person. I go to, well, obviously a Christian school, but then my family, um, we're all Christians and we go to church regularly. But the school has been um, really good for me to see, okay, how does Christianity apply to science or how does it apply to other things? And so that's been really good. I actually rededicated my life to Christ in middle school during a life change week, now known as Amped Week at the middle school. And then coming into high school, getting into apologetics because of the worldview apologetics class actually has helped me pick out what I'm going to do with my career in apologetics and focusing on geology and paleontology. And so I'm excited to dive a little more into that later in this episode. Yeah, so, yeah. Fantastic. I am definitely going to want to pick your brain mm-hmm. uh, with that because I do think, especially maybe with an upcoming trip, you have oh, yes. scheduled soon that our listeners will be very intrigued uh, to hear what's uh, what's in store for you, Michaela. So we'll put that on hold for now. Uh, now we'll move to uh, Mr. Uh, Jared Kelly. Tell us a little bit about yourself, brother. Hello, I'm Jared Kelly. I've gone to PCS for 14 years, same as Michaela. And just kind of agreeing with her, like it's awesome to see somehow some things that the school has changed and seeing teachers come and go and um, especially good ones coming in like Mr. Rumley right here. Mm. Amen, brother. Um, <laughs> but yeah, being at PCS has definitely like influenced me a ton because I use the things that um, I learned here at the high school with the Bible classes and youth group. I actually got to lead a youth group one time with the stuff that I learned like um, like uh, faith without works is dead. I used that in a thing. So it was definitely good uh, having that influence me in that way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm still trying to convince Jared to teach my Bible class sometimes to give me a day <laughs> One off, day. but uh, he's holding me to it. So that's very encouraging. Jared, we'll come back to you a little bit later, too, and hear a few of more, uh, more of your thoughts. So uh, combined so far, we have 28 years of PCS experience just oh, between yeah. uh, Michaela and Jared. And finally, on my right here, we're going to come to Mr. Hayden Black. Tell us a little bit what's on your mind, brother. Well, I'm Hayden Black. I'm also a senior at PCS. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to add to the total very much. I've been here for four years. <laughs> And so uh, I've been, I guess, a little bit more of an outsider at PCS kind of coming in. And so it's been really cool to kind of see, you know, what really goes on in, you know, a Christian environment. And I think that tying faith into education is so important. 
And I mean, I think the difference is definitely noticeable when you put it side by side with like public school or something mm-hmm. like that. And so personally for me, especially in my last two years, I've really developed a sense of knowing Christ and what it means to know Christ. And so um, I don't know, have, go, going to a Christian school has had a big impact on me personally. So Yeah, well, and that's so, so encouraging to hear. I think the the unique strength of Christian education and PCS in general is what you just said. We want young people and all of us to know Christ and know him well, know him biblically, make your faith your own, not relying on your church or your parents or even your school to believe for you per se, but to really take it Mm. and run with it and be in God's will. So I appreciate you brought that up. Uh, so with that, now I, I appreciate the group we have here because I know the, the three of you guys are not afraid to speak out, uh, mm, right? Yes. I, I, you would be correct. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> so true. And now if I'm a listener, if I'm a parent and, and I ask, you know, imagine the, uh, the normal teenage student or going into college type student, what type of stereotype do you imagine? I can imagine someone thinks, well, it's, it's probably a young person who uh, probably isn't that Christian, isn't that conservative, probably is a Bernie bro, right? Probably <laughs> wants everyone else to pay for their college and their health care and everywhere in between. And, you know, they, they okay boomer every old person they come into contact <laughs> with. So, so I, want, I want you guys to give a little insight maybe to our listeners. In terms of you as young Christian leaders, I mean, you're the, the top class of the school you are the seniors you're going to move into college tell tell listeners a little bit of maybe how you are unique uh and a little bit different compared to the average stereotypical young and i could use a lot of other adjectives too uh, person <laughs> out there share with us we'll a little bit about family family. Yeah, yeah about yeah. your your christian yeah. distinctives and uh maybe just how you're you're a little bit different in a good way compared to the average person your age. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to start with Jared on this one. <laughs> and then we'll right. jump to Hayden and we'll save the best for last. We'll save Michaela for last. All right. So um, basically what we have the hard time dealing with is the uh, statistic that uh, young people are leaving the church. Mm. And I think all of us here can say that um, we don't see ourselves leaving the church purposely, like in a way. But basically for me, I am very... Uh, like I like to speak out, um, especially in the subject of politics. It's more where I center at. So everyone sees me coming to school with my red Trump 2020 hat. <laughs> now let's pause right there. How many young people do you see wearing MAGA hats uh, even to school? And uh, Jared Kelly's one of them. I and, am. And, uh, you know, no matter where you're at in the political aisle, you know that uh, Jared Kelly uh, is serious yeah. about his politics. And I didn't mean to cut you off no, there, you're, man, but I you're felt fine. like it was worth a— Worth a pause there. That yeah. is huge. That is huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, what I kind of get a lot. So I'll be out in public and I'll wear my hat to, like, restaurants and stuff. And I'll have people, um, older people, come up to me and say, yeah, I, I have one at home, but they, I haven't had the courage. And, it, like, I guess it's kind of cool to see, like, people that are maybe one or two generations ahead of me commenting on, like, where I stand politically, like, as a conservative and like on the subjects of pro-life and um, other things, I just, I kind of just, what I kind of see in myself is kind of setting an example for other people saying you don't have to hide your voice in some of the controversial things in the world that you Christians can also have a voice in the world around us. It, can't, it doesn't have to just be um, the LGBTQ or mm-hmm. anything else. But yeah, definitely um, our generation is kind of fighting statistics on 
uh, right. controversial things. Well, that's encouraging. I'm sure it's an encouragement to uh, to our listeners as well. You know, once again, political partisanship aside, as you stress, it's easy for the LGBTQ supporters to have a voice. The media props them up. They can yell as loud as they want, and there's really very little pushback. But on or, or pro-choice advocates, whatever it may be, or climate change, whatever it is. But usually, when it comes to uh, issues such as pro-life, right, that takes a little more courage to stand mm-hmm. out on. Uh, when it comes to uh, supporting the biblical and traditional, uh, I would say natural. Definitely. Ooh, did I get a little politically incorrect there? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, man. Um, anyway, before I get uh, thrown off the air, yeah, that <laughs> definition of marriage, right, takes a little more courage. Takes a little more. Uh, you have to have the ability to articulate your viewpoint, mm-hmm. and um, that is one thing that I see exude from you, Jared, and from all of us here is that you know what you believe, you know why you believe it. And you want to see our communities benefit from truth. And that is such a, a beautiful, consistent way to live the Christian life. And frankly, I think uh, even older Christians can learn a thing or two mm. um, from what you just said there, Jared. Thank you Definitely. very much. All right, Hayden Black, tell us a little bit about what you're passionate about in terms of Christian distinctives. And I think you really hit home on kind of how knowing what you believe. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people our age specifically get swayed by the media so easily. I mean, mm. you. I mean, honestly, if you really want an objective or semi-objective, semi-neutral point of view on anything nowadays. I mean, you really have to look into it. I mean, you go any major news outlet, you know, NBC, CNN, anywhere. I mean, you, you're going to get a very biased perspective, a very liberal, you know, progressive perspective. And so, I mean, a lot of people are just frankly, you know, too lazy to do their homework. And so they just kind of believe whatever they see on TV. And I think that's kind of the reason why a lot of people tend to lean towards the progressive side. And so I think, I've, for us three specifically, I think we're rooted in our values don't come from the media. They come mm. from the Bible. Amen. They, they come yes. from the, you know, yeah. the only infallible source of truth. And I think that we also, us, you know, us three specifically, and I think you'd agree with us too, we believe, you know, not everything should be handed to you, mm. you know, and that hard work is, what, you, you know, what defines your character and kind of builds you up. You don't, you, you know, you should have to, you know, work for things. You should have to work to be successful. You know, if you're... If you're in a state of poverty, you know what? Maybe we people should help you off your feet, but they shouldn't do everything for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of people our age, especially in our generation, with the rise of technology, social media, everyone wants everything handed to them. Mm-hmm. And people have kind of lost the concept of, you know, you have to earn stuff. You know, you have to go to a job to make money. You can't just get a check from the government every month. And so I think, yeah, we're... This is kind of it's kind of stuff that typically aligns with an older person's point of view because they've lived through life. They've realized if you want something, you know, if you want it to mean anything, you have to work for it. And we kind of realize that right now, and a lot of people are, in our generation don't really recognize that. Yeah. So now, Hayden, how old are you? I am seventeen. Seventeen. Years old. I just wanted to remind everyone that, like you said, we're not talking to an old person here, right? We're not talking to uh, a staff member. We're not talking to a pastor. We're talking to 17, 18-year-old students here who are more spiritually mature than a lot of adults I've met. And just a lot of what Hayden said just exudes a, a Christian worldview, right? Well, you know, yes, the media will speak, you know, into our perspective, but ultimately Scripture is our only infallible rule for faith and practice, or only infallible standard for truth. So no matter what CNN says, we're going to filter it through Scripture, mm-hmm. right? No matter what our pastor says, we're going to filter it through Scripture. Mm-hmm. No matter what our Bible teacher says, no matter how infallible he claims to be, <laughs> we're going to filter that through yes. Scripture. Yes. And uh, to give you a little fun insight, too, into uh, Hayden, he's uh, he's a type of 
guy who will sit down with me for a few hours and we'll talk theology. We'll dive into the hard questions of scripture. He'll do research. He'll hit me with hard questions. That causes me even to dive back into doing more research and we sharpen each other. And uh, I know we even just talked about doing uh, apologetics with the Latter-day Saint community as well. And um, like I said, you don't find too many people who who are pro-life, pro-family, scripture is infallible, who are ready to take on uh, people of different faiths in a loving Christ-like manner to evangelize the world. But you do find those types of students and young men and women right here at Peoria Christian School. So with that, we're going to turn to our female perspective, mm. Michaela Palm. And, and Michaela, I want you to share some things you're passionate about, but as well, I want you to inform our listeners kind of uh, what. Uh, what you want to do uh, in terms of maybe if the Lord Lord wills it, your career and maybe your future ministry and maybe a certain trip you're going on next week. Oh, Tell yes. us a little bit about that. So um, my, I think what um, sets me apart from most teenagers is that I like rocks and fossils. I don't think you'll meet many students uh, that are super into it. But I, my mom and I have um, gone to Rockford every the first weekend in March, they have um, a conference called PaleoFest. What they do is it'll be, you know, PhDs or PhD students or master's degree students. They will come and present their research. Um, and the first year I went, I was a sophomore. And I was like, at first, it was just, oh my goodness, all these people like the same thing that I do. That's amazing. Um, you know, where they'll talk about like fossilized plants or monkey teeth or dinosaur bones, cutting into dinosaur bones. And it's really cool just to see how um, paleontology specifically involves a lot of different sciences. It's actually funny, Hayden and I had a conversation about it in Spanish too, and he looks at me and he's like, you know, I really liked paleontology, but I stopped following it because it was a dead science. (laughs) Which is funny because, you know, you would think, oh, it's just a bunch of, you know, rusty old bones sitting in a museum, but there's actually so much more to it than that. Um, Like this past weekend, my mom and I went to PaleoFest and there was a lady who was so much smarter than me and she was talking about like biochemistry and paleontology mm-hmm. which is really neat to see how science is um, advancing paleontology specifically and I think it's important um, as Christians that we notice science acknowledge science and that there is a lot of truth in science and that it's not contradictory to scripture yeah. um, and there are some like discrepancies with young earth versus old earth and we obviously don't have time for that but what I specifically want to do is um, grow in the apologetics area um, focusing specifically on geology and paleontology because there are a lot of really like theology applications for it as a science um, and I think a lot of people can miss that you know um, I remember my mom said when she was sending us to school here um, she didn't grow up in a Christian school and she's like oh how do dinosaurs fit in the Bible like how does this work um, and that's where answers of Genesis really comes in She bought a lot of books from them and just a lot of resources to be able to educate herself because she likes science too. Um, And so then I, when I was a freshman, took Logic, Worldview, and Apologetics from Mr. Sturkin. And it was because of a research project that Jared and I actually worked on together that I was really like, oh my goodness, I can totally do this for my career. You know, being able to research, okay, how does the science work? How do fossils, how are they dated? And just finding the significance of the science and being able to relate that to scripture. Um, And it's been a really fun four-year journey of just research and getting in contact with people. Um, And I'm really fortunate to be able to visit Answers in Genesis next week. Over my spring break, I will be um, traveling down to Kentucky 
I've been um, blessed to get in contact with a paleontologist on staff at Answers in Genesis, and she will be training me for two days while I'm there. Um, and we'll get to see their collections, so all the fossils they have behind the scenes, which is really fun. And she specifically wants to train me in analyzing scientific papers and seeing, okay, what does the secularist worldview say, and how do they rig their evidence to prove what they think is true? Um, and that's really exciting, and I'm really um, excited for that trip. Um, and so hopefully, you know, that may turn into a career opportunity. I don't really know. Um, but it's, it's really exciting to see that there is someone out there who's just as passionate about it as I am. And um, so I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, yeah, so okay. that'll be really fun. Yeah, and, and once again, it, it's I have to remind our listener, how many young female students do you know that go to PaleoFest, right, or, or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's called, you know, and, and just have this passion for, uh, for the sciences, but also for giving biblical answers mm. to uh, secularist claims to show that there is no contradiction mm-hmm. between what we call natural revelation and special revelation. No matter how hard the media, the culture, in terms of spiritual, no matter how hard they try to create this artificial uh, mirage in the Christian's mind that you have to choose the Bible mm. or science. I'm yep. so glad and I'm so encouraged that we have people like Michaela, we have organizations like Answers in Genesis, yep. who are willing to stand in the gap and say, no, we've we've done our due diligence in studying scripture and in studying nature. And it should come to no surprise to those who know Christ, but guess what? It lines yeah. up extremely well. And even from my background going to a public high school, I recall only hearing one narrative, mm. right, in, re- in regards to uh, the history of uh, the earth and, and humanity. And I just heard a naturalistic, atheist-based Darwinian evolution. And in order for me to not lose my faith, I had to do my due diligence in researching AIG and mm-hmm. other places to say, wait, if God is there, there will be answers. And thankfully, I found answers. In fact, I, I think Michaela could still teach me a thing or two, <laughs> actually now just talking with her. But I had to overcome the obstacle of my education to ensure that I maintain my Christian faith. While here at PCS and Christian Education, we flipped that paradigm. Mm. And I'm so glad there was a Mr. Sturkin here. I wish there was a Mr. Sturkin at Moline High School, mm. right? So at here, we fill in that gap. And rather than education be an obstacle or a stumbling block to your faith, it's actually something that further equips, empowers, and encourages you in that faith. Yeah. So next thing you know, we have students who are passionate about doing ministry in politics. We have students passionate about apologetics with other uh, religions or getting ready to go into college and maintain their faith. And we have students passionate about being a Christian scientist and using that as a ministry uh, to glorify God. It is amazing what the Spirit of God is doing here in the hallways of PCS. Uh, now, it's amazing. We're already approaching 20 minutes. My goodness, time flies. Mm. But I, you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling a little overtime here. Let's. Okay. Uh, right. I, I think we're having Sounds a good like conversation yeah. here. So, let's see. What else while I have you in studio do, do I want to know? I guess... I guess here, here's where I want to go. So once again, when I think the, the, the average person thinks of what, what young people are nowadays, most Christian parents have a negative outlook. They're thinking there's less hope, there's discouragement, mm-hmm. right? There's this mass exodus, of, uh, supposedly, of Christians leaving the church. And I want you guys just to once again encourage our listeners how um, you guys aren't fitting into that paradigm, how you guys are going to be influencers in your local church, in your communities, um, and maybe feeling, you know, just how you're going to influence people, not just in conversations, but how you vote, 
uh, in your local church. Um, I just want to give you each a few minutes just to share a little bit, and you already have, but I want you to share a little bit more about what makes you, as a Christian young lady and young men, unique and why our culture needs your influence. This time we're going to go ladies first. All right, Michaela. Oh, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep ranting for a hot second here to give you a moment to, uh, okay, to, okay. to formulate your thoughts there. Uh, but so once again, if I'm a Christian parent listening, I'm thinking, oh, mm. no, young people are ruining everything, right? Young people are, uh, you know, are, 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 are mini Bernie Sanders. They're, they're atheists. They're evolutionists. And we're sending them to public colleges where it's only going to get mm. worse. Sure, if their parents are you are standing in the gap and changing that paradigm. I think really what changed the tide for me was taking the step and saying, my faith is my own. It's not my parents. It's not my schools. It's not my churches. It's mine. And I made that decision when I was in middle school. Um, And I actually remember it was during a worship time and we were challenged to, you know, if we're, if we feel like the spirit is stirring within us, um, if we feel like we need to commit our lives to Christ or we say we're Christians, but our actions aren't lining up with our words to, um, take some time to recommit. And, um, I was like, well, okay, maybe I'm kind of feeling it out, you know, not super sure. I wasn't really sure of anything. It's middle school. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, anyway, so I'm sitting there and this was, it kind of dates me a little bit, but um, the song Broken Vessels by Hillsong had just come out. And it really, what it, that did for me was dis- the lyrics described what Christ did for me. And it's like, okay, he's done all of that for me. What am I doing for him with my life? And it just really challenged me to reconsider my friend choices, um, what I did in my spare time, um, and just being better productive um, for him and for the kingdom. And so I got with my Bible teacher and he and I prayed over that. And, um, since then, I've been trying to build, okay, how can I how can I be different and how can I continue to grow my faith? And it's been a really interesting, oh, however long, five, six years it's been. Um, but I think what I have um, chosen to do is continue to seek out answers. Mm. And I think really jumping into science and just the, the, um, the contradiction that culture seems to put in that, it makes you look for answers because they're not going to be on the surface. It's not like I can just type into Google how does the flood, you know, how does evolution fit into the Bible? Right. You know, like you can't just Google that. Um, you have to really research it and get deep into that. And I think that mentality has um, really grown my faith because, you know, I'm not just asking about God versus evolution. I'm asking about dating. I'm asking about yeah. friendship. What college should I go to? Um, it really all, like that mentality just kind of travels all the way through. Um, and that, I think, has really grown me as a person. Um, just, you know, choosing to make my faith my own. And it's not going to be the same as everybody else's because I'm choosing to develop it. I'm choosing to grow it. Um, and I think PCS has some really good resources for that. Um, you know, we have Mr. Schlick, who's been um, a Christian for a long time. He would probably tell you he hasn't had the um, smoothest path. But I think when you go through um, tough circumstances, it's going to make you a better Christian. And from what I've learned personally is... When you go through something hard, you're going to be gaining knowledge you can give to somebody else. And um, in the podcast we were just doing for many term, we talked about, um, you know, sometimes you just have to learn something difficult, but it will grow you as a person. It will make you more mature. And then afterwards, I was saying to Hayden, you know, one thing I want to do is share my experiences with other people. So maybe they don't have to learn that same lesson the hard way. 
And so um, that's something I always enjoy doing is being able to speak into other people's lives. Mm. And I think as Christians, that's really important too, because um, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be a supportive, unified church body. Um, PCS has a lot of great teachers that, you know, like if I have questions or I know sometimes if I have a free period, I'll come in and talk to you and we'll talk about dinos or theology Mm -hmm. or, you know, what's going on. But if you have questions about you know, um, maybe it's school related or maybe it's theology related, or maybe you have questions about relationships. Like you can feel comfortable and in a safe environment at PCS to ask teachers that. I mean, they're here to support you, not just for academics, but for you as a person. And I think that makes PCS unique for sure. Amen. You know, what other, uh, what public school will a teacher pray over you, Mm. right? Will encourage you in your theological growth and discerning God's will for your life right here at PCS and in Christian education, we do so much more than merely teach. Mm. But in fact, I think the staff benefits from the students in their Christian walk. And of course, students benefit from the staff. Thank you for sharing. Okay, I appreciate that. You uh, you need to do more podcasts. There are, <laughs> there are a lot more, I think, that's on your mind that you could share with us. But we're going to move to Jared Kelly. Oh, um, I'm going to kind of switch it around. Um, basically, the person I am today is honestly, because of my parents. Uh, Their parents um, do have an influence on the way their child does grow in their faith and kind of gets stronger so that they kind of have a less chance to, like, fall away from it, as the stereotype likes to point out. Um, But basically, this uh, next week is the primary for Illinois, March 17th. I voted early because I wasn't going to be there. And on my way there, I'm with my dad. And um, he's basically telling me all these things about being a conservative um, especially in Illinois, it basically grew my conservative beliefs on the controversial topics of pro-life and um, uh, same-sex marriage. And I remember going to the polling place and feeling like I had a voice in what was going on in our culture. And um, it was all because of my father um, helping me go through and uh, basically making smart decisions on who I vote for and basically helping me walk through my what I believe into my actual life and putting that into my country. But yeah, the parents do have a voice, so don't think my child's going to fall away. You can help them stay in their faith, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well said, and I, I think that's a beautiful point, especially as young people here, and especially two young men, like you can imagine what good a father figure, a godly father figure can do. And just, uh, I encourage us all here, and Michaela, a good uh, mother figure uh, can do, uh, since we believe there's only two genders and you can't change your genders here at PCS because <laughs> we stick with yes. scripture and science. But uh, I'll save that rant for another time. Uh, just how even with your future families, how we can mm. commit to saying, you know, the when there's uh, Jared Juniors uh, in the world, <laughs> how you can step into that role I look and forward be to that, that thing. Yes, yeah, right. Yes. That'll be that'll be something, uh, and can step into that. And, and I just want you to imagine, you know, when when you can imagine, um, Jared, are you seventeen or eighteen? I'm eighteen. Okay, you are eighteen. Um, and, and when you step in to register to vote, I can imagine the person who's registering you was thinking, okay, here we have a young person registering to vote. Here's another easy vote for. Uh, the progressive secular agenda, right? Here's mm-hmm. another easy vote. Because, you know, millennial young people don't know better. They'll, they'll just propagate, you know, this secular spread. But little did that person know that Jared Kelly would be voting pro-life, mm-hmm. that Jared Kelly would be voting pro-traditional marriage, that Jared Kelly would be voting to bring Christian values back into the public square. And I am glad 
that your vote counts in this country, dear. And I'm glad that uh, all of us in this room, and once again, we're talking 17, 18 year old students here who are voting more conservative than a lot of older people, Mm -hmm. right? It's biblical consistency. And I am glad we have that right here at PCS. Thank you for sharing, Jared. All right, Hayden Black, bring us home here, brother. So I think for me, um, I I honestly, I mean, I've just been a normal kid just trying to find the truth. And (laughs) my journey, I mean. a book or something or a TV show. It honestly, I mean, I it took me, I mean, I grew up in a Christian home, but I didn't really, I was kind of apathetic towards it until around my junior year. I just kind of, I went through, you know, I looked into, you know, what do agnostics believe, what do atheists believe, you know. I went through it all, and theistic evolutionists, you know, all of it. And I, I, I finally just came to the conclusion that the Christian worldview has to be true. There is no other worldview that is consistent in the way that the mm. Christian worldview is. And so, I mean, I just... I've spent many nights, you know, reading books, diving in the internet, just trying to find the truth. Because I, I, I genuinely, I can't just, you know, a lot of kids, they can go to sleep, you know. Is there God? I don't know. So I'm just going to go to bed, you know. I'm not, I have never been that kind of person. And, you know, I, I could stay awake all night thinking about something like that. And so I just, I was, I just dove into this and I just, you know, I looked into it for so long and I finally found the truth. And so now, you know, I feel, I feel like it'd be so selfish for, for me mm. to keep it to myself, mm. you know. And so I feel like it's, it's something, you know, God has opened my eyes. And so I've been, you know, blessed to have my eyes open to see, you know, that the truth is, in fact, the Bible, you know, and that is where all truth comes from. And everything that's going on right now, you know, is, it's, you know, it's just going to blow over and it's all, I don't know, it's all meaningless. It's all vain. And it's not really going to, you know, it's, it's not the way that we're supposed to live our lives. And so I think what's what separates me from a lot of people my age is just I feel like I've found the truth mm-hmm. and I can't really just keep it to myself and then be happy with myself. You know, I can't I can't just, you know, cool, you know, I found it good for me. Everyone else is on their own. You know, I feel like now that I have it, I'm inclined to mm-hmm. share with those around me. Sure. So. Well said. And, and I think there's something unique about your story. It's you, when you had doubts, you sought answers. When you mm-hmm. had questions, you put in the work, right? And I think oftentimes, um, it can be two ends of a spectrum, right? Either there might be some Christian parents who are so concerned about their children leaving the faith that they'll try to say, well, don't look into this. Just just trust, just trust, just trust. Or on the other end of the spectrum, you'll get uh, the secular public education say, no, this is it, don't question it. Mm-hmm. How dare you doubt, right? This is our dogma. But just like Hayden's story and knowing the truth of Scripture and that the God of the Bible is real, when we pursue truth, if we do it with a genuine spirit, if we are willing to put in the work, we will find Christ. And that's, I think, what's happening here at PCS, where we encourage the pursuit of truth. We encourage doubts to find answers. We encourage Mm -hmm. to ask questions because I am so confident that God is there that he will show up when we pursue truth. And Hayden, I'm glad that's happened to you. When you know Christ, can't keep him to yourself. When you know these these answers to these hard questions, I know each of you, whether you're going to the workforce or into college, there'll be coworkers or students who have been brought up outside of the Christian worldview who will bring up things about rocks and Michaela will step in and be like, <laughs> hold up there, right? And she'll provide uh, the best answer to those questions or there'll be a question politically, right? And Jared Kelly will be like, hold up. And he'll provide the best influence and direction there. Or some will have a question about uh, different religions or about atheism or something along those lines. And Hayden will step in and be like, hold on, I'm going to bring a revival to Mizzou. And that's uh, what we're all about uh, here at PCS is trusting that 
Uh, if God is who he claims to be, he is still working mighty things today. And that's what we see around this table. Now, I have a saying I like to say in my class, and that is that which is Christian is better. So uh, those who bring their Christianity into paleontology will be better paleontologists. Those who bring Christianity into the voting booth will be better voters, better politicians, better citizens. Those who bring Christianity uh, into uh, conversations with other religions or they bring Christianity into their pursuit of truth, they will have a better knowledge of reality of what's going on. So that which is Christian is better. Therefore, we can say here at PCS, Christian education has shown itself over and over and over to be better. Uh, with that, unfortunately, we're going to have to close this episode lest we, uh, we uh, go on well long longer than what I what I anticipated, but I enjoyed our conversation today. Appreciate you guys coming in. And I know y'all are seniors, so maybe I'll have to squeeze you in to their episode before you graduate. And I'm looking forward to listening to your podcast, Senioritis. Oh, yes. Uh, 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 they're, they're ready to move on uh, in, in, <laughs> into college, but yes. I know that'll be a blessing as well. And I want to thank you for listening and joining our conversation today. And I hope you just got a little flavor of why Christian education is so valuable, of what the Lord is doing here at PCS. And I don't know about you, but I think our communities are a little better knowing Hayden Blacks, Jared Kellys, and Michaela Palms are out there. And it'd be a whole lot uh, better if we could encourage and create more students just like them to have godly families, uh, be a godly influence in their colleges, their workplaces, the voting booths, their churches. And uh, I'm looking forward to what the Lord does in each and every one of their lives. So thank you so much for tuning in. We had a fun time yet again. I'm looking forward to seeing you next time on Anchor. Thank you.